Hello and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste. I'm your host, Master Energy Healer and Well-Being Alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I am thrilled you are joining me today. (laughs) So how are you guys feeling out there? Wow, is everything constantly changing? And you know what? I guess that's a little cliche to say because whether it's planetary or Mercury in retrograde or the state of the world... Things are always changing, of course, duh, we know that. And it's up to us to kind of um, evolve with the times and with the changes and keep our energy really nice and balanced and clear. So that's kind of a silly question for me to ask you guys today. (laughs) But I have been all over the place and at the same time, really, really calm. It's interesting. So for those of you who listened last week, if you didn't, by the way, I highly encourage you to go back to the last show and listen to the interview I did with a really talented hypnotherapist out of Austin, Texas named Denshin Farrow with, oh, she's just fantastic. So I did a two and a half hour session with her before we did the podcast and part of it at the end is that she had made a recording. It's about 20 minutes long. And she told me to listen to it every single night for the next 21 days. And it's a really nice, beautiful, guided meditation, visualization of sorts, where she uses some of your own words from your session to kind of really cement in the clearing and the changes that you went through. You know, like, because when you do hypnotherapy, you're doing some really good work. (laughs) And you want to make sure that it kind of sticks and that um, just to kind of help you. So I've been doing that. I only missed one night out of about 10, and it really has been making a big difference. Sometimes I listen at night and I fall asleep halfway through, which she said is okay. And sometimes I listen during the day with my AirPods, and it just is a nice, relaxing um, break from the day. So anyway, the reason I'm bringing that up so early in the podcast is I really do feel so much different. I feel very balanced. I feel very calm and kind of settled. And it doesn't mean that things aren't going on around me, or maybe I have a weird dream, or maybe I see something on social media that triggers an initial like left out or um, judgment or those things that we know we shouldn't have. But if we're going to be honest, we kind of do have those moments or feelings sometimes. They're like fleeting. I can't even tell you. They come, they go. I forget all about it it really is like a flip switched in the most amazing way. So um, I'm just going to give another shout out to Denshin Farrow. She is fantastic. And go back to last week. You can. There's a link in the show notes how to contact her if you want to try this for yourself or just look up some of the things she does. Um, I'm very pleased. So anyway, I didn't have actually even mean to share that with you guys so early in the show today, but that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling really good. And I am in Bodrum, Turkey. There is a lot going on here in the world. Obviously, um, it's been very kind of, I don't want to say painful, but definitely um, emotion provoking watching what is going on in the United States right now Um, and the world, obviously, with everything going on in the world. And we're not going to go into that today. I'm not going to talk about it because this is a feel-good podcast, right? You're coming here for a little wellness and spirituality and to feel good and feel better and hopefully learn maybe a few new tricks that you can add to your bag to help you throughout your day, throughout your life, whenever you just need a little something extra. So today I wanted to talk about pure wellness, 
pure traditional medical wellness, which is something I haven't really done on the show before. Um, you know, I love to interview different healers from around the world, whether it's a little more mainstream like acupuncture or um, detoxing holistic doctors, or if it's really out there with shamans or energy healers or, um, you know, just some of the different healing modalities that we have at our disposal that we might not know about. Well, today I want to do something very traditional. And the reason why is I teased about it a couple of weeks ago. But Turkey, which is, you know, my home away from home, is a medical destination country. And what that means is that people do fly from all over the world to come here to get their medical care done. And it can be anything from aesthetics like hair transplants or plastic surgery. They're very well known for dental, not just, you know, obviously veneers and crowns and things like that, but also pretty serious dental work. And uh, overall medical care, just overall general medical care, checking your blood levels and doing body scans and things like that. They're known for that. So people come from all over the world. Now, 57% of this audience, of those of you listening out there, are in the United States or North America. And we don't really do that, right? The United States has fantastic medical care, and a lot of countries around the world have fantastic medical care. That's not the issue. The issue is accessibility and affordability. And I'm going to say that again, accessibility and affordability. And that is something that um, is a problem in a lot of countries. Either your medical insurance doesn't pay for it, you personally can't afford it, or it's not accessible in that your medical insurance or the government or the gatekeeper has said that you don't need this test or you don't need this treatment or they're not going to approve it. And that can be incredibly frustrating, especially if you have an underlying condition or maybe you're predisposed, um, like, you know, family of history of cancer or something like that. And you just want to get checked out, whether it's getting, um, you know, a colonoscopy or getting a mammogram and they say that you don't meet the age requirements. It just depends. There's various reasons why we want to get medical care or get different testing done. And sometimes we're not allowed to. So it's not even about not being able to afford it. It's not being allowed to. And that's one thing in Turkey that I will say that they do really, really well is make it accessible to everyone. And I'm not going to go into uh, exactly Turkey because I do know, you know, again, that, um, you know, the affordability part is not always uh, available to everyone. I don't want to be um, insensitive to that, thinking that everybody can afford it, because I do realize that they can't. And that's where we really need to rely on our governments and our local communities to help bridge the gap. Or, you know, that's a whole other issue. So I'm not going to go into that. We're just going to talk today about if you need some medical care, if you want some wellness, where you can go. And I am telling you that Turkey has earned its reputation as a medical destination country. I have had major dental work done here because of my bike accident, which I talked about three years ago. Um, Very devastating, facial fractures, multiple treatments needed over a two-year period of time. And I have just went through their general medical process because I wanted to see firsthand how they do it. I'd heard so many wonderful things about it over the years from my friends, but I'd never done it myself. And so I wanted to do a show on it. I wanted to explain it, but 
it's really hard to do that, right? If you haven't done it for yourself. So I did and it was fantastic and I can't wait to share it with you. Oh my gosh. First of all, let me tell you that the hospitals here, now in the United States, we don't really go to hospitals. In a lot of countries, you don't go to a hospital unless you have a problem. We don't just go there for routine medical care, maybe in an endoscopy or maybe a mammogram, but just in general, we don't go. We go because somebody's really sick. We go because somebody's had an injury, right? <laughs> Emergency room. But we don't look at it the way they do here. Here, the hospitals are like your everyday clinic. It's like the spa. A lot of the best doctors work out of the hospital and it's very inviting. It's very welcoming. It's very friendly, clean, beautiful. They work so hard to make sure that it meets all the senses in a very calm way because they know that a lot of people have anxiety about going to the hospital or going to the doctor. So I did mine at Ajabadem, which is a private hospital all through Turkey. They have branches all through Turkey. I went to the one in Bodrum. I've also been to the one in uh, Nishantashu in Istanbul, which is also beautiful. So and I've been to three overall in different places in Turkey, and I will say that they all are consistent with their, their aesthetics. So you walk in, it's very beautiful. They have a welcome desk that is kind of like the most beautiful concierge desk that you've seen at a five-star hotel. And if you don't speak Turkish, they will have kind of a concierge available for you. Now, this is something you set up ahead of time. So I had a concierge translator. She's a wonderful woman. I'll give her a shout out. Her name's Becky. She's from the UK. And she basically held my hand throughout the entire process. So you come to the hospital and you come fasting, of course, not eating or drinking. They check you in at 8.30 in the morning and kind of explain to you what you're going to do, what the day is going to look like, which again, they tell you ahead of time. So you know what to expect because you are going to be there all day. And I'm just going to go right into it. So walk into this hospital. It's beautiful, natural lighting, beautiful bamboo, very, very sterile. They do, you know, have to, they have the things for your hands and the masks. And even when it's not COVID, of course, the um, health precautions are just fantastic. Like the floor is sparkling. The bathrooms are gorgeous. You really do feel like you're like at a Canyon Ranch spa or something. So you check in immediately. You go right to see the doctor. So at 8.35, I was meeting with the doctor, not waiting for a half hour or an hour. They go over the health history. He asks you your concerns or she, I should say, um, asks you what your medical concerns are, does a complete history of you know your family, just like they would do anywhere. And then from after meeting with the doctor, you go get your blood work. So at 8.50, I spent about 20 minutes with the doctor. At 8.50, I went and got my blood pressure taken, all my blood work. They do a urine and fecal sample. Everything you can think of, they do there. Then by 9.10, I went to my comprehensive radiology appointment, which is where I got a chest x-ray. I got an echocardiogram of my heart. I went in at um, 9.30. I had a mammogram at 9.45. I had an ultrasound of my thyroid, my abdomen, and my breast. And then after that, it was about 10.30. And again, every single time I'm seeing another practitioner, another specialist, but I'm not waiting. You go there, they introduce themselves, smile. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> they take you in and you immediately, like just like that, get your treatment. And very calm, soft lighting, just beautiful. And then around 1030, 
they take you, you that you give a voucher and you can go to the restaurant for breakfast. Sometimes it, if you have your appointments later in the day, it's for lunch. I wanted to do earlier again because you know I didn't have my coffee or breakfast or anything. So then you're allowed to eat. So I went and had a beautiful Turkish breakfast, um, had some coffee, sat there for about 45 minutes or something, something like that. Then they came back and got me and said it was time to have an appointment with the functional medicine consult, who is a dietitian. And there they do your weight and your BMI and all those kind of things. Look at your, you know, your body fat and um, your flexibility and they measure you and all that kind of stuff. And then sit down and discuss your diet. Um, if you drink or smoke, what you eat on a daily basis. Again, I am uh, vegan. I don't smoke. I rarely drink. So it was pretty easy and I have a good um, body mass index. They did say that I was on the thin side and that I could use a little bit more muscle. And really, when they found out I was vegan, were supportive, of course, but wanted me to go in depth a little bit about where I'm getting my iron and protein and just what my uh, plate looks like during the day, which I thought was really interesting um, because I've had varying results in the US. Either a doctor's not happy (laughs) with me or they're just like, oh, okay, you're healthy and you look good. And so they just brush you off. But this doctor really wanted to know exactly what I was eating because vegan doesn't mean healthy. I could be eating French fries, beans, and Oreos all day and, you know, and not getting the vital nutrients that I really need. So I appreciated that. Then at 11, I hope you guys aren't getting tired listening to my rant because you can tell how excited I am. I should probably slow down here a little bit. At 11.30, I go to the pulmonologist and we discuss the chest x-ray results that was taken earlier in the morning. And again, I'm healthy, didn't see any issues. I did have COVID twice over the last two years. And I have a history of asthma when I was younger and once in a while will flare up if I'm around a lot of mold or uh, you know, a lot of animals. So they didn't see any issues with my chest x-ray whatsoever. And they showed it to me as well. And he kind of explained and described it. And so that was exciting. And then from there, I went on to the cardiologist and they, he went over my echocardiogram and the additional sonogram that they had done. Well, actually, no, they didn't do that yet. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes here. We did the echocardiogram. He went over that, discussed um, my cholesterol results, which came back. And he said, honestly, it's one of the best he has ever seen in his career, which I was so grateful for. And then shared with him that I, you know, am vegan, whatever. So not getting that animal fat and cholesterol from animals and eggs and stuff or cheeses. So then he showed me a part of my heart that they saw a little bit. And then he said he would like to do another test. He wanted to do a sonogram if that was okay. And I said, yes, I know exactly what you're seeing, or at least I'm pretty sure I do. And I told him I do have a hole. I have a heart condition. I have two, one that came from chemotherapy and one that came from, um, it was a congenital, meaning that I was born with it that wasn't detected until like halfway, like it wasn't actually detected until about five years ago, to be honest. So I told him that and they found it with a bubble study, which shows there's a hole between the top two chambers of my heart where there's a little reflux. And so he wanted to just check it out um, a little bit more and make sure that everything looks good and nothing's changed. And he did. And it was great. Then at 1.15, so all this, right? (laughs) And I've eaten breakfast is only 1.15. So now, which is very Turkish, I get a tea break (laughs) and I love it. Of course, you can have coffee, 
But I get to go back to the restaurant, which again is beautiful, gorgeous wood tables, big open windows looking onto a garden. There's also garden tables if you want. So I'm looking outside, looking at the flowers, having my beautiful Turkish tea, charging my phone, just kind of relaxing a little bit. That's about a half hour. And then from there, they come and get me and it's time for the gynecology appointment. And they take a health history from me, talk to me a little bit about my history in more detail from what they saw. I had already given the doctor earlier in the morning. And they go over um, my mammogram results with me, which everything looked clear, very excited. And they do another ultrasound of my breasts in ways that they just wanted to be 100% sure because of my history. Again, I didn't have to ask for it. I didn't have to worry about my insurance covering it or not covering it. It was wonderful. And after that, I went, it was 2.15, 2.30-ish. I went back and met with the main doctor again, the one who I met at 8.30 in the morning. And now it's a comprehensive treatment or appointment. It took about 40 minutes. He went over all my results with me. Everything the other doctors had told me, of course, but tied it up in one big picture. In addition to what came back from my urine, from the stool sample, and my blood work. And I was so excited to hear that I have my B12 up, which is good. I've had to really work hard on that with my diet. And also my vitamin D levels were great. Again, he also said that my cholesterol is, he actually said it's the best he's ever seen in his career, <laughs> which I was really, really excited about. I hope I can maintain that. Um, and you know, gave me a kudos actually for my vegan diet because he said whatever I'm doing is working, which is wonderful. Again, it's not always easy, but I'm very excited about that. And everything looked good. Now there was um, something, again, I hinted in this in the other episode. There were a couple things they saw that they were a little concerned about. And I will go ahead and share now. I didn't want to share then, but I'll share now because I really want to explain how amazing the treatment is. They found a tumor on my thyroid. So of course, in the sonogram. And I would have never known that because we don't routinely do sonograms of organs in the US, only if there's a problem. So they found a tumor and it was a decent size. Um, and I was a little scared, of course. Like I try not to be like, okay, it is what it is. Radical acceptance, right? I'm in this line of health and healing. I really do believe that we don't put energy towards these kind of things. We just deal with it as it comes. That said, there's a little PTSD, right, from my previous uh, treatments. And um, so they calmed me, whatever, were very encouraging. And before I left the hospital, they had me in for a consult with the general surgeon. And it's about 2.30 in the afternoon, at, well, maybe about 3.30 at this point when we're done with the appointment. And the surgeon was in surgery and they gave me the option. I could either come back the next day, or I could wait until he was finished. I chose to wait because I just want to know, of course. So I had to wait maybe a half hour. That was it. And then I had a meeting with the general surgeon who explained to me what was going on and that they wanted to do a biopsy and why. And I did get a little emotional. You know, I kind of started crying, if I'll be honest. But I think it was just a release of emotion because that's what tears are, right? That's what crying is. Crying really is just a release of emotion and we got to do it. We got to cry and let it go if we feel it. We should not hold it in. Let it go. So I explained that I wasn't really that scared and it was okay and because they were so worried that I was crying. I said, no, 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 no. 
I've just been through a lot and it's bringing up a lot of emotions and I just need to process them and let them go. And I chose at this point in time to not share this with my family. Um, I left there, you know, we scheduled a biopsy for the following week and I chose not to share any of this information with my family, with my children, with my parents, with anybody, because there's no sense in putting energy towards it. There's no sense in being worried or scared until we know what's going on. And knowledge is power, right? Knowledge is power. And so I felt like there was no reason until I had answers to give them. And if there was nothing to say, then there's nothing to say. So up until now, like, honestly, I don't think any of them really listen so much. My kids don't love listening to this and I don't blame them. (laughs) And for any of their friends, my mom who does listen, rest assured, everything is fine. I'll cut to the chase. The biopsy came back and it was benign. There was nothing going on. I am all good to go. But I can tell you in that two week period, which was the week until the biopsy and the week until the results, I used every tool in my tool belt to not think about it, to meditate, to do grounding clearings, swimming in the sea. Anytime my mind went to that dark place or that place of anxiety, the what if, you know, um, I immediately switched it. And sometimes I had to be real freaking creative. Sometimes I'm like trying to do the alphabet backwards. <laughs> sometimes I am like getting up and washing my hands and singing a country music song from when I was little, you know. Um, Kenny Rogers, no one to hold him (laughs) or whatever came to mind that is not in my norm that made my brain switch. I had to do so um, everything was good. And that's the point. But the reason I'm bringing all that up is because I felt taken care of. I felt heard. I felt important to these medical professionals and staff and even the young girls who are taking me around to the appointments or the concierge, Becky, or whoever it was. It didn't matter. Every single person was just as kind, just as, like when they say Turkish hospitality, it doesn't just mean in the restaurants and stores and your neighbors. It translates to everywhere. I felt so taken care of in this hospital and they don't know me. They don't know that in the United States, I was well known in my field or that I was married to a doctor or that I worked in hospitals. Like they didn't know any of this. I'm just a random uh, expatriate coming in for a treatment who can't speak the language fluently. I'm nobody here as far as getting special treatments, you know, and I was treated so incredibly well. And the fact that I could leave the hospital in the same day right? In the same day, knowing that there was a plan was amazing. I didn't have to wait for the scheduler to call me back. I didn't have to wait for pre-approval for my insurance. It was fantastic. And all of that, just to let you know, all of that was under $500. In fact, for me, because I am a resident and I do have a little bit of insurance here, it was like $200. But it is so incredibly affordable to have all of these. They call, it's like their wellness checkup because they know the, the here they know that it is in the best interest of everyone to keep you healthy and to know what's going on in your body and to get things before they get serious. So it was such a beautiful, beautiful experience. I'm telling you, wellness travel to Turkey is going to be big business. And not only that, but I'm getting involved. <laughs> and But I'm, not, I'm laughing, but it's true. So stay tuned because I actually do have a project that will be coming up that I'll be very excited to share with you. In the meantime, if you want any information on this or you want to be put on my mailing list to know when it's official and when I have things coming up, 
just message me. You can email me at michelle at michelleschoenfeld.com, link in the show notes below, of course. You can always send me a messenger or I mean a DM on Instagram at you lost me at namaste or Michelle Schoenfeld official. I love um, DMs. In this case, if you want more information, it might be better to go to my website, michelleschoenfeld.com, because then not only will I have your email, but you'll be added to the list in two separate ways versus me needing to transfer it over from Instagram. But again, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do will work for me. <laughs> So I really hope that you enjoy hearing about that. Like, I know it's a lot. And for those of you in your 20s and 30s who are listening to this show, you know, you might think, ah, I don't need that. Like, I don't really go to the doctor, you know? And I can tell you, I didn't really either. And that's okay. We should be operating from a place of health, right? A place of wellness. There's no reason to think that you're not healthy. Our bodies are amazing. But if you have a pre-existing condition, if you're predisposed because of family history, or if you're in your 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s or however old you are, as we get up there, it's just nice to get a really good baseline. It's just nice to know what's going on, whether you do it yearly or every five years. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you are in your 30s and a good friend had an issue and you just want to know that everything's fine. Again, we don't want to operate from a place of fear by any means, but it is nice to just get that baseline and just have everything there for you. Um, you know, my doctor in the United States, when I got COVID and I called her, uh, it was a really bad case. And they said, oh, you're not our patient anymore. And I said, well, what do you mean I'm not your patient anymore? Like, you're my doctor. And they said, well, you haven't been here in three years. And I said, well, I haven't been sick in three years. They're like, well, you need to come more often. And I said, but, you know, I've seen my gynecologist. I had blood work done. I, see my, I get my mammogram why do I have to come see the internist? Like I'm, I've been healthy, you know, I've had my blood work done. I've had my lady parts checked out. And the fact that they said, I'm not their patient anymore because I hadn't seen them in three years was really disturbing, especially when I was calling them because I was so freaking sick. And this was in the height of pandemic before the vaccine, when the hospitals were full and I couldn't breathe and it was just, it was really disappointing. It was really disappointing. So I am glad to have a whole new medical team and to know that everything is good, that everything is back healthy and wonderful. So again, if you're interested, send me a message, um, whether again, it's dental or just wellness checkups, or maybe you want to do a little cosmetics, <laughs> whatever it is. As anything, I will caution you, do your research. Contact me for sure. I know the people to put you in touch with. I know the places to point you so you can do your research. But in general, no matter where you are in the world, no matter where you want to go, do your research and not just a quick Google search because this is your health. This is your body, especially when it comes to cosmetics. You know, I was married to a cosmetic surgeon for 20 years. I was in the aesthetic business myself for 15. And I can't tell you how many botched jobs we saw how many problems people had. And it, a lot of times it was going out of the country because they thought they were saving money. I'm telling you, this is not, that's not what I'm saying today. It's not like, oh, come here and save money. I'm saying come to Turkey because it is top notch, the best, one of the best in the world. And it's so incredibly affordable and accessible, comprehensive wise. I'm not saying travel to another country because it's cheap. That is missing the point on this. 
you know, I really, that's not what you want to do. You really, really want to do your research because it is your body. And yes, very often you can save money. That is a wonderful bonus, but it's really about getting the best that you can get for yourself, for getting that value. And um, so I just want to caution. There is a difference between, you know, going to some uh, small clinic in Brazil to get a butt lift (laughs) from a doctor you haven't heard of, but shows pictures on Instagram versus going to get, you know, top-notch medical care. Um, in fact, my dentist in Istanbul who did my surgery trained at Columbia and speaks all around the world and has a residency program where um, dentists literally come from around the world to train with him. In fact, the cosmetic dentist I had a consult with in Washington, D.C. is the one that referred me to him. So not only did I do my research, but I made sure that I had referrals from other people that I respected in the field. So I just, I really did want to get that, give that disclaimer because it's important, people. It's your body. <laughs> um, okay, so I just wanted to share that today. I'm going to move on to something a little bit more fun. Um, and that is, I'm going to be doing a retreat, possibly. I'm entertaining it now with Rosie Cutter. You guys have heard on the show a couple times, and she'll be coming back on to do human design in the next few weeks. We are contemplating doing a very small, very uh, exclusive, and I say exclusive in that we're only going to take 10 people um, in Bali this fall. So we're looking at our schedules now and seeing if we can get that together. It's going to be fantastic. It is going to be the first of many, hopefully. And so if you're interested in that, it will be in Bali probably late September, early October, with, there's going to be three of us. I can't disclose the other name yet. She's pretty well known. And so uh, I don't want to say it, but I will share once we have specific dates. But if you're interested in getting on, um, you know, the early bird list, again, send me an email, drop me a DM. Um, and I, it's the show notes below. We'll have all the contact information for me if you want to do that. And you don't have to commit, of course, just if you're interested and want to know even, let me know because we are only taking 10 people. And, and that's it. That's pretty much it for this episode. As I said last week, I will be going to every other week throughout the summer. So this will be the last weekly show until September. It will be every other week, so keep that in mind. I may do a few bonuses. I want to do some meditations, maybe some fun moon stuff. Um, If I have a great person I come across that I feel like I need to share with you and it doesn't fit the schedule, I will go ahead and record it anyway and release it as a bonus. But overall, it'll be every other week. I hope you guys enjoy your summer. It's going to be amazing. Just wait June and July and August. Wow. By June 22nd, we're going to have this huge shift. It's going to be so wonderful and positive. Um, July, August, a lot of those seeds that you've been planting, those desires that you want are going to start to blossom and come to fruition. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Um, You know, Mercury is coming out of retrograde, which is wonderful. Communication is going to improve. And all this deep clearing and all this stuff that we've been going through over the last few weeks and months and even a couple of years Um, Even though we're still in this eclipse period, all that clearing is really going to start to pay off because this beautiful space we've created is going to start welcoming in some wonderful things that we want. So whether it's that business or that lover or new friends or just that feeling of um, grounding, that feeling of completeness, that feeling of balance and peace where we're in alignment, you know, just those good feelings, like everything around you might not be so perfect, but you won't give a damn. (laughs) 
because you just feel so good and at peace knowing that whatever is supposed to happen just does. And the world is beautiful and it's up to us how we want to embrace it and react. And when we're included, wonderful. And we're not wonderful. There's a reason. And we're just so lucky to be alive in this time in history. And really beautiful things are coming. So kind of blocking out some of that negative sadness that's all around us, knowing that it's in the past and it's happened. So not saying that it's not horrible, because it is, unfortunately, but it's over and it's happened, um, is a really powerful place to come from. Not holding on to the past and just embracing where you are, because as cliche as it sounds, we know tomorrow's not promised. All we have is today. And we can be incredibly excited about tomorrow, and we can be really excited about the future. I know I am. I'm so excited. I'm jumping out of my skin sometimes. And I just have to remind myself how appreciative I am of everything around me, looking at the sky, looking at flowers, like just enjoying being here, just enjoying being alive. Um, and that actually, um, again, go back and listen to last week with Denshin because you, I'm telling you, have a session with her. I really feel this calmness and this um, alignment I have, even though I'm pretty good with it anyway, is a whole other level since my uh, session with her last week or two weeks ago, actually. And also, if you want some inspiration, go back and listen to Rosie Cutter because, oh my gosh, she is just so fun. She'll leave you in a really good upbeat mood and mark your calendars or not mark your calendars, but get ready, look for it because she will be coming up again in the next couple of weeks. And she is just a ball of energy. I can't wait to share the human design podcast with you. Um, so the mantra that I wanted to do today, haven't done it in a few weeks, is actually something that a lot of you may have seen on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. And it is um, from Kane for the Kane Show, if you know, C-A-I-N. He is wonderful. Again, there'll be a link in the show notes, so don't worry about writing it down, C-A-I-N. Um, I love him. He's this young guy who just gives you tips and tools like with fruit and vegetables and living while also really impactful messages. And so the one for today that a lot of people have been doing is, you know, they save the recording and then they do their own little video with it is, I am beautiful. I am loved. I am safe. I am free. I don't need to be like them. I just need to be like me. And again, I'm sure a lot of you have heard it, but if you haven't, it's great. And that's what I want today's mantra to be, today's positive affirmation. I know it's a little bit long. I'm going to do it three times in a row. You can just listen to it. And then I'll put it in the show notes below. You can write it down and do it for yourself. Do it for yourself while you dance in the mirror. Do it for yourself walking around your house. I love doing it and dancing in the mirror. Um, It's just fun because as you say it, your subconscious picks up on this positive rewiring. And it's true and it's catchy. So I'll do it three times now. Obviously not a singer, but it's fun. Okay, here we go. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am safe. I am free. I don't need to be like them. I just need to be like me. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am safe. I am free. I don't need to be like them. I just need to be like me. I am beautiful. I am love. I am safe. I am free. I don't need to be like them. I just need to be like me. (laughs) I love that so much. Oh my God, I love that. I love that. I love that. Trust me, do it. I hope you do. 
Um, Okay, well, that's pretty much it for this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. Uh, I will give a little plug out for that Shirley, uh, the non-alcoholic wine and champagne. If you guys haven't tried it yet and you're still doing the no drinking challenge, or if you are just trying to be more moderate, where maybe you're having a little bit, but you also want to have options, I really, really highly recommend it. It's called Shirley, S-U-R-E-L-Y. There is a link in the show notes where you can save, of course, you save. I think you might get a little break on shipping, but you definitely save a percentage on your order. They always have new stuff coming out. I love the Sauvignon Blanc, the alcohol-free champagne. Um, they have the new cans now as well that are kind of competing with you know the alcoholic like seltzers or um, wine cooler kind of things. And I haven't tried those yet because they were not able to get those to me in Turkey, but I have tried the others and they're fantastic. If any of you try them, I'd like to hear, by the way, what you think if you try the ones in the can. Um, Again, there's a link in the show notes. I would love you to use that link. Of course, it helps me out a little bit with the podcast, but also I'm just a big proponent of drinking less. Um, For those of you who joined the alcohol experiment, I would also be curious if you're still doing it and how it's changed your life, if it has, or if you're back to normal, whatever, no judgment at all. We'll be doing it again, um, probably in the fall. I made it three and a half months, I'm happy to say, and I am back to drinking a little bit, not as much by any means. I'm so happy now having the seltzer in a wine glass um, with a little fruit. Uh, It makes me so happy. So I love the idea of, of... the Shirley non-alcoholic beverages. <laughs> Plus they come in really pretty bottles. Um, but I have, you know, I've been indulging a little bit on my own here or there and just really trying to let go of the judgment, make good choices and live life in balance because that's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all about. Okay, so that really is it. That's a wrap for this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Remember, we're going every other week now. Know that you are worthy. You are enough. You were born for a reason and the universe needs your gifts. So please keep sharing them, people. I love you. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.